welcome to Unknown Artist. I'm your host, Nikki E. Taylor, and this is part two with Claire Porter. sense of walking as you like the the rhythm of it thank you yeah it was actually like 13.09 kilometers gracious that's so much the 12 sound better it does yeah yeah 12 is a good word (laughs) (laughs) i think if it was if you had 13.9 it would be a very different song yeah (laughs) i mean that could be fun to like fit all the syllables in Mm -hmm. that would be an interesting challenge I mean, maybe that could be a follow-up song. Yes. <laughs> I moved. <laughs> Do you find... Uh, so when you wrote that song... So sometimes this happens to me where I'll be writing songs while I'm walking. Mm-hmm. Were you writing this song while you were walking? I mean, it's sort of a dumb story. Um, but I ended up... Okay, so I had this, like, long-term friend who was Jewish. I mean, I presume he continues to be Jewish, but is Jewish. Um, and so I think it was Passover where, like, you drink a lot for the, like, like there's, like, a dinner and, then, like, you drink a lot. And so anyway, he, as a friend, was like, oh, come celebrate this religious holiday with my family. And so, like, I'm always down. 
to try something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have like all these like breaks in the thing. Like, it's like an Easter. I'm pretty sure it's Passover, but like you're supposed to like like you go through this like book. And then, like, periodically throughout, it's like, and shut up. Like, I swear to God, like, it's the best <laughs> holiday ever. I had no idea. I also had no idea. Oh, my God. They were like, can you please, like, literally, like, come over for dinner, but stop at the SAQ and bring multiple bottles of wine. And I'm like, I got this. Like, I got this. So one of my secret talents is buying really cheap, but relatively good wine. I think that you've experienced this. Oh, yeah. I've experienced this. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I showed up with, like, three bottles of wine, and then... His parents don't really drink, so they've really taken sips, but we were actually following the instructions. Of, well, no, no. So right. when we left, because I'm an old person now, <laughs> uh, and because he was being polite to his mother, I was like, ah, like, like, really? <laughs> like, that's apparently what I'm attracted to now. It's like, you were so respectful. Um, I get it. When you when you witness someone that you're dating having good relationships with the people around them, like, oh, that is very attractive. It was very attractive. So I ended up going home with him whatever but he was like up in like Rosemont and like I live far away but the problem was getting home because I had like two jobs that I'd been fired from in a direct line like if I had done the direct route mm-hmm. then I would have walked past two jobs that I'd been fired from like in walk of shame mode right like yeah and like, you don't need that no <laughs> Nobody needs that. Just sort of like, hi. <laughs> like lipstick up the ear. <laughs> um. <laughs> so I was actually listening to like Lisa LeBlanc on repeat trying to get back home. And it was hot out. But like the previous night had been cold because it was spring in Montreal. So I ended up getting lost in this sort of like Hasidic neighborhood like, really, like, at the north of the island, and, like, I couldn't ask anyone for directions because I was, like, stinky and probably still smelling of wine. And, you know, like, yeah. like all these, like, really nice Hasidic families were like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, all of the signs were not in English or French. So, yeah, I got good gosh darn lost and then, like, ended up having to go all the way around and then down and then back again. And then, yeah, so I finally got home. Yeah, I find like oftentimes if I've decided like I'm walking home, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how far it is, doesn't matter how long it takes, yeah. how cold it is, I'm walking home. Yeah. Was that kind of like the mentality? I think I just resent the bus system here enough Fair. that <laughs> I'm just like, you know, when it's nice out, I'm walking. Like that's sort of, and like I knew that it wasn't that far. I mean, like. You know, like, it should have taken max an hour. It ended up taking a couple of hours, but it, it should have been much less than that. Um, yeah, I had to stop at one point and get a snack. Like, I remember at one point I was just sitting in a park like, with my feet up, like, fuck, like, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, uh, what time of year was this? It was spring. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah not, the, not bad. You're probably slushy. More like, yeah. wet. Yeah, yeah. It was like, like you know those where it's like, like hot, but there's still snow. Oh yeah. You know what? I really like walking during that time. Yeah, it's, it's like, a good. It's a good. Mm-hmm. And I was like clearing the old head, you know. So that's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I had a question, but I can't remember what that what that question was. I think it was probably about songwriting. 
and like oh yeah uh you mentioned uh lisa leblanc whatever what who else influences you who are your inspirations ah uh, ron hines he's like big where i'm from and he's one like you would love ron hines okay everybody Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, this morning, the that song um, with Buffy St. Marie and Tanya Tagak came on. I can't remember. Really good. I'll have to input the name of that song when I remember it later. Yes. <laughs> you should just, like, have it, like, if you get it, announce it, like, in a computery voice, like, yeah, just like silence and like just this like robot voice comes over. Yeah, but like an Australian. (laughs) (laughs) That was not a robot voice, but that was a weird voice. It was sufficiently weird. Yeah, I think I think that's what she did. But yeah, she's Buffy Mary's incredible. Don Martin. Do you do any? Any covers of, uh, like, any of them? I mean, I have. Not recently. Like, it's something that I kind of, like, do for a project and then I love by the wayside, mm-hmm. which, like, is sort of one of my resolutions of 2019 is to actually, like, start doing covers more regularly. Like, I did a fundraiser years ago, and I'm pretty sure it was for, like, She Doris or something, but it was at the Teat St. Catherine, and it was the Women of Country thing. Okay. So, like, a bunch of people did it, uh, and it was a super fun night. We all had to pick, like... A country artist to do, so I got Dolly. Yes. Nice. Um, but like Sandy Sargent, I don't know if you remember who that is. She did like Patsy Cline. Um, and someone, oh shoot, why am I thinking on her name right now? She's so funny. She's like a really good improv actress. Um, but she ended up doing, oh my god, why am I blanking on everything right now? The girl that did divorce. R D I O R C. I'm not a country person. I'm so sorry. No, she's married to <laughs> George Jones, I think. Okay, I'm, I'm actually going to do it with okay. Google, which is, like, horribly horrible. Well, if Tammy you... Wynette. Right. As soon okay. as I open up the app, it was Tammy Wynette, um, who was sort of, like, famously... Oh, so sad. Yeah, she's married to George Rishi, sorry, and Michael Tomlin, and who else... Bless you, Tommy. George <laughs> Jones and Don Chapel and Noodle Bird. <laughs> that is a great name. Yeah, that is five spouses to one lady. Um, you know, I I really admire that. I think that's been one of my one of my sort of joke goals, but it's become like maybe kind of a real goal. To marry multiple times. Yeah, to be like one of those like ninety nine year old women who's like I had thirteen husbands. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get Number seven was. Very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I only have one in the bag. I just, I, I really. Uh, I've never like when someone's been like, "Let's get married." I've never been like, "Good idea." Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I do know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, Tammy Wynette is a really tragic figure in country music and but she had some really serious substance abuse issues uh, and had some really toxic relationships, frankly, with at least one of her spouses, George Jones in particular, who's also famously an alcoholic. Mm. Um, <laughs> this improv actress did such a fantastic job of her because she was pregnant, <laughs> so she had, like, apple juice in a wine glass. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> styled up her mullet real good. Like, it was, like, killer. It was nice. such a good show. Such a good show. But, yeah, I, I need to. That's one of my things for 2019 is to become more open to playing covers. Like, that needs to be. Because, like, like, when I did uh, Dolly Parton, I think I did, like, five songs of hers, but, like, mostly from our earlier songbook, which are gorgeous. You know what I mean? Um, but, I mean, like, there's no reason why I couldn't just go back and relearn them. Mm-hmm. So, I should do that. I also used to go to Wheel Club and sing Patsy Clement songs. Nice. And I got kissed on the mouth by an old lady once, and I kind of was like, ugh, I haven't gone back. <laughs> she just came up, and she just, like, came, like, on the lips, man, like, grabbed me by the ears, and she was wow. all tiny. I was like, ugh. <laughs> wow. That is... Wow. People have no understanding of personal space or boundaries. And she was really excited because it was, it was, it sounded like I think we were passable, Patsy Klein. Um, you know, like. I bet she was just like, that was the closest I will ever get to Patsy Klein. I'm kissing this woman. I, th- I think that's, that was like, <laughs> she had like tears in her eyes because she's so excited and she probably like maybe saw her live once or something. Because like Patsy Klein passed away pretty young and this lady was not that old, wouldn't think about when Patsy Klein died. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. she probably never got to see her live. Yeah. So, I mean, it was probably something very intense like that. I don't mean to make fun of her at all, but it was just, it was an emotionally intense moment. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure, like, her perspective and your perspective of that situation were very different. Well, she thought it was great. I don't know. I was like, that's great, lady. I was kind of like, okay, that was fine. Like, I'm not mad. I just don't necessarily want to relive it right away. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about, like, a lot of situations in life where, you know, one person will be coming at it from a completely different direction and paradigm Mm -hmm. than the other person. And it's just a shock, you know? Not necessarily good or bad, just surprising. Well, she was also from a different era. Yeah. You know, where I'm sure country stars love getting smooched. I don't know. I think so. I think that's a thing. Sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> Tim when Tim is also dead, I believe. Well, you want to do another song? Uh, sure. Oh, I know this one. Hey, buddy, got your fees
like how I felt in different parts of my life where I've met people who were sort of secretly wealthy, but hanging out with the punk kids, you know, like in a way to like find themselves mm-hmm. in the sort of like Albert Camus sort of life. You'll find a ton of them in St. Henry. Oh, God, they're the worst, you know? <laughs> like, it's just, it's just so... I find, like, a lot of them I, I really genuinely like, um, but it's, it's so bewildering mm-hmm. as someone who grew up poor. Yeah. Meeting someone who grew up rich. Yeah. Deciding that they us. just wanted to be poor. Yeah. Like you don't, you wouldn't make that decision if you were poor, no. but not by choice. Exactly. <laughs> like, you would options, you would not be here. But I mean, like it's that song, it's like that song, "Common People." I think it was by Pulp. Do you know that? I mean, William Shatner did a, a version of it as well. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very <laughs> it's very disingenuous, and so like I, I kind of hit a point a couple years ago where I'm like, okay, you know what, I will take you on a tour of what my life is like rich person mm-hmm. but you will be buying the drinks you know <laughs> like we're not going to do this whole like one-to-one thing because it's know? not fair like no. the least they can do is buy you the drinks exactly. <laughs> you can fucking pay for it like i will take you to the cool place the underground bar you know like on the side of the train tracks or whatever and then you will get in on strength of, of my social stature within that community, because mm-hmm. otherwise you would not be getting in because you're obviously fake as all get out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you will be paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair... I mean, like, that's kind of the benefit of being wealthy is that you can get what you need through money, which yeah. is... Or get what you want through money. And it's... It's hard to say, like, I don't want to say how I feel about that, but you can buy a lot of things. And uh, you should pay for it if you have not invested the other things that would have gotten you that. Well, for some of us, it's a reality. Like, remember when I was in high school? (laughs) Oh, God. We'd moved to the mainland. I'm from Newfoundland originally. We'd moved to the mainland. It was my mother and my brother and I. And we had, like, no money but also mm-hmm. no money for furniture, right? So we went to Canadian Tire and we bought some lawn furniture on sale because it was the end of summer. And mm-hmm. we just sort of arranged our living room thusly, mm-hmm. you know, where we just had like a little white plastic couch, <laughs> like a deck chair, and then like a couple of like, you know, like normal sort of shapes, but they were all, de- it was deck furniture. <laughs> so throughout high school, <laughs> I would have people come over and I'd be like, Claire. Like, like grab the arm. Like, Claire, that's lawn furniture. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, really? What? Like that was that was what was missing was that you just didn't realize. I just didn't know, you know. <laughs> yeah, like these rich kids would come over and be like, Claire, that's for outside. It's <laughs> so where you where you start being like, you know what? I just really wanted to always feel like I was outside. Well, that's sort of, I mean, that's sort of what happened because, like, like, like as I'm sure you know, when you're in a circumstance like that, like you find a positive where you're kind of like, oh, it feels like I'm on vacation all the time. 
yeah. great. To a certain extent, like, look for the comfort of, like, like you know those, like, lounge chairs on your deck? Like, isn't it, wouldn't it be wonderful if you had that indoors? All the time. Yeah, 365 days out of the year. That was my life. It's luxurious. <laughs> People don't understand. <laughs> Uh, poverty. <laughs> you know, like, for real, like, I remember in that first apartment, we didn't have running water and we didn't have electricity. So the landlady lived un- underneath us, and, like, for whatever reason, she had electricity, but we didn't. Oh, I'm sure it was some sort of weird scam. <laughs> so she ran an extension cord with two outlets up the front of the house, and so we had to, like, pull it in through one of the windows. Oh, my God, what did you do in the winter? Well, f- magically, the electricity came on, like, when it started getting really cold. Like, I, I think that, mm-hmm. like, in retrospect, she was, like, a pretty sketchy person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that she had just, like, turned off the electricity because it was, quote-unquote, included in the rent. So I think that she was trying to save money on that. But, uh, yeah, so we could have two things plugged in at a time. So it would be, like, a lamp. <laughs> styrofoam cooler mm-hmm. that we, we kept things in and we had a hot plate uh, and we had uh, like a one cup coffee machine so like if we needed to boil something we'd do it through the coffee machine mm-hmm. um, but we relied like heavily on like takeout at that point because like what else yeah. are you going to do um, but it which was doesn't help like, the poverty situation no <laughs> takeout's expensive yeah, well yeah I mean it was a lot of like meals to go from Sobeys you know mm-hmm. and then a lot of like <sighs> I guess what fancy people would call a charcuterie plate mm-hmm. where it would just be mm-hmm. like raw vegetables with mm-hmm. like some sort of deli meat mm-hmm. very fancy on your lunches oh yeah <laughs> You know what? All that was missing was a maid. Seriously. Yeah. It, was, it was incredibly luxurious. We had to haul water. There was like a creek at the end of the house. So we'd have to like haul water like under cover of darkness because like nobody could know that we didn't have actually running water. So we'd have to do it under cover of darkness, haul water. <laughs> I swear to God. And then we would boil it in the coffee machine. And well, yeah, because you need it to be potable. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, I'm talking about bathing at this point, and then we would have oh baths. Um. <laughs> I'm just, like, I remember the the power going out a bunch of times and, like, having to boil water for bathing and how incredibly long that takes. It's the worst. Yeah, by the time you have enough water to, like, ha- to actually bathe, like, the first few batches have gotten cold. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was but it is, like, it is, it is funny, and, like, it was funny as well, because, like, the rich kids in the McMansions mm. were all fascinated by me, you know, like, they loved coming over to my house, you know, but, I mean, like, my house was also a little bit insane, like, we had these, like, weird French doors they could pull out to separate, like, the kitchen from the living room, and my mom just bought some, like, uh, like, wipeable markers, so we'd, like, leave messages for each other, like, bye, Mel, uh-huh. you know, like, <laughs> so you come over and be, like, weird pictures of the glass, like, <laughs> two cats running around lawn furniture, weird, <laughs> it was, like, the rich kids found it fascinating. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds like a fun time. 
I mean, like, all things considered, like, there's, you know, some crappy things about it, but, like, for the most part, it sounds pretty cool. Well, you, you kind of, like, you gotta, you gotta make do. Yeah. You know, and then you kind of learn to, like, bounce back from it and, like, not take that shit too seriously and, like, like, whatever, you know? Yeah, like, you don't have control over your life circumstances, especially, like, as a kid, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's not something you have control over. No. So, like, you might as well just flow with it. Exactly. <laughs> I just boil some water for it. <laughs> that wraps up episode two of unknown artists but stick around for part three with claire porter